topic of caption thanksgiving as an attitude praise god thanksgiving as an attitude and i want us to really pay much attention so we will command attraction i am so so thankful to god that there is one thing that the bible has always shown to us and god has always been there to help us out and to put us in a place of appreciation it is in the nature of man to give thanks praise God and it, it is also in the nature of man also to show appreciation when one doesn't give that place of thanksgiving to God the simple it simply means that he or she believes that whatever they have they have it by their strength and we all know very well that the Bible said by strength shall no man prevail and why do we need to give God thanks we need to give God thanks because he is the supreme being he is the determiner factor of how we end the Bible say he's the beginning and he is the end Am I talking to somebody? So we need to acknowledge the supremacy of Christ over us. Acknowledging that fact that if not for God, we wouldn't have been able to be where we are. The message of God is shared abroad for each and every one of us. And the Bible says, even while we were yet sinners, Christ came and died for us. That's why we have to give thanks to God. Praise God, because, because, because to, to be very honest, you and I, we don't want it. We don't. The Bible says, if any say that they are righteous, they are liars. For the righteousness we have is the righteousness of Christ that is in us. So when you build that particular heart and that particular understanding of having to give thanks to God, build it as an attitude. And you, you now know that even the food you eat, you give thanks. I'm going to be opening the, today's scriptural reading in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 5. First Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse number 16. Let's see what Brother Paul was writing there in First Thessalonians. Praise God. Chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. He said, Rejoice what? Evermore. Rejoice evermore. Go ahead. He said, pray without what? Seizing. Go ahead. In everything, give thanks. Somebody say, give thanks. give thanks. 
in everything go back to verse 16 let me show you something there again verse number 16 he said rejoice evermore which means our rejoicing is not based on our encounter with issues here on earth as long as you are here in this earth there will be troubles there will be challenges and we are not basing our thanksgiving to god because oh we had no trouble no 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 we are basing it because he is god and we are the people of his pasture so it's an attitude to be rejoicing to have a mindset of rejoicing say rejoice evermore verse 17 he said, pray without what? Ceasing. Pray without ceasing. And in verse number 18, it gives us a major breakdown. He said, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus Oh my God, concerning you and I, what is the will of God? You know, sometimes we ask ourselves a question and say, what is even the will of God? Mm. What is the will of God? Even when you are having challenges and you're facing turbulent times, what is the will of Elohim concerning the situations you are having? A man called Job, he had all the challenges one can ever, ever imagine. So much hit him just in one day. Job lost everything he had, even living things and non-living things, in one single day. Who has come to that height and have such challenges and such attack come to him in one single day, back to back? Yet his praises and his thanks to God has never ceased. Job consistently acknowledged God as the supreme being and he never blamed God for his woe. He never attacked the divinity of God for his challenges. Even when he was told by his wife, and reminded about his pains and his woes and his penury and the wife said to him this that you're living is it life why not curse god and die why not just curse god and die so the wife had understanding that if you curse god is an automatic death so she's willing for the man to curse God and die than see the man have faith that one day he's going to come out of his mess have you been in a situation where people around you just tell you give up there is no need to go ahead to fight have you been in a situation whereby you're having those challenges and, and, and in the midst of it you are giving God thanks In the midst of it, you are telling God, Father, I give you thanks. I thank you for the for the for the for the no food. 
I thank you for the no money. I thank you for the no shelter. I thank you, O Lord, for the job that is not there. You see, when you really know that you are deeply a believer that appreciates the things of God, you will understand it more when you have nothing. How is your prayer? How is your language? Like I've said to us every time, it's not when everything is okay that God watches your attitude. It is when it is not actually okay that God watches your attitude. Even people around you, they watch how you would handle it. They watch how you would behave yourself in the Lord. And the Bible said, and David behaved himself in the Lord. Even when he knew that he has been anointed as king, yet he turned around and went back to the wilderness to still be a shepherd boy. How many of us would do that? It takes humility to thank God. It takes humility to appreciate the things that God has been doing in our lives. David turned around and went back straight up to the wilderness. Because, can I say something to us? God may have shown you and you may have received a prophetic word about your life. But remember, it is one thing to receive the word, it's another thing to wait for the time, for the fulfillment of the word. The Bible said time and chance happened to them all. There is time for everything. There is a time for you to give God thanks. Even if you've not received it. Thank you. There was a time in my life that I started building my faith. In appreciating God for what I have prayed for. And I didn't get it. That's another level of Christianity that you prayed and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me this. Bless me with this. Maybe you sowed, gave your tithe towards it, believing God, connect everything, and you have been given a prophecy and say, this thing must surely come to pass. But finally, it never happened. What's going to be your attitude towards God? The first person you will attack is the messenger. The representative of God. He will receive the first hammer. The next thing, the individual will call him false prophet. You are giving a false prophecy. And when you say, but I know God spoke to me. And they, they will say, no. Haven't you read? The Bible says a true prophet is known. When they speak, it comes to pass. They are not God. It's only God that is absolute. Am I communicating with somebody? The Bible says, as a man of God, as a prophet, we see in parts and we, we, we prophesy also in parts. So in the midst of what you are looking for and you didn't get it, how would your attitude be? 
attitude your attitude is what determines the level of attitude you will have when it comes to do with god i'm not talking about sometimes some people believe that you know everything about god's relationship is prosperity let me tell you the first prosperity that hits you first is your closeness to god your father if your prosperity does not entails the details of how close you are with your father how your relationship with god is then you can't prosper anywhere in any way are you aware that jesus gave thanks the bible said something in the book of matthew matthew 11 verse 25 matthew 11 verse 25 let's see something there matthew 11 25 he said at that time jesus answered and said i thank thee O father lord of what heaven and what earth because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has it revealed them unto babes I thank you how how do you react when it happens that that revelation actually came from you would you go about bragging that you know I am now a prophetess would you go around bragging that I am now a prophet you can be called but the question is did God send you I know of a sister that what she had was the gift of dreams amen the gift of what and she is very accurate whatever she sees in a dream you better pray but at the same time she thought that she has now arrived as a prophetess first of all she start pick up the title upon herself that she is now a prophetess and she go about bragging to people that anything I see forget about it it will come to pass you see the thin line of appreciating God and not appreciating God is very very the line is very thin you may not be able to distinguish it the way you braggaliciously speak if you are not careful God said something he said my glory I will share with no man what makes God God in your life and in my life is that ability we have to tell him thank you acknowledge him in every of our works in every of our endeavor in every of our steps day to day acknowledging god even when things didn't go well tell him thank you even when that door did not open that you believe so much that that door will open give him thanks the bible says, in all things give thanks unto the lord for it is the will of the father in christ jesus concerning you in all things not some things 
when you talk about a bad attitude as a believer is an attitude that you only give god thanks when everything goes well for you you know sometimes people step into the church during church service and the way they sit down they start getting angry they start getting so angry and when you tell them rise up let's pray they will refuse to get up and you know what they're doing they're beefing god They are beefing God. God have mercy. Where God is, we don't even exist. You can't compare God and man. We are like the 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 the, the, the dust that fades into the thin air without a trace and you see people muscle up themselves and not give God thanks do you know what it means for you to get up in the morning to be alive you think that death only comes to people through accidents haven't you heard about people that just go to bed peacefully sleep and then wake up again were they told that that day their flights will come you know why people don't give god thanks i go back again to my last ministration sense of entitlement when you hear people say everything i have i have worked for sense of entitlement I heard a woman once brag before me let me show up my money I don't joke with my money I've worked for this money left and right and I will sit on this money I don't joke with it praise God I don't play with my money and she was and I was just looking at her I say oh dust if the lord should demand of your soul tonight how much do you have to bribe the angel of death sometimes we don't know that the way we speak sells us out as believers i went to a place to preach and when i in fact as a matter of fact that was the very first place I preached in my life the very first time I preached in a church was in 2007 I've been preaching in my church praise God even before I was ordained I've been preaching here and there going out for evangelism preaching little bit group preach but to sit on a very you know established ministry and to preach from the podium was 2007 and watch this i wasn't the one that was supposed to go for that ministration like an altar boy in my church i was just in the church waiting on my senior pastor just like when i'm in the office i have some of our 
young ones here they'll be waiting on me you see those kind of people watch them in the next five years the same thing joshua was doing he was waiting on moses if the bible says everybody will leave joshua will remain back and wait so i was waiting on that day the office hour closes by four o'clock office hour closed because my bishop was still in there i was just seated around just waiting and suddenly the one of the associate pastors had a program and every one of them because there were three pastors there the bishop and two other pastors every one of them had commitment that evening and one of the pastors had had two bookings that clashed that evening and he said he can't disappoint this other woman and jokingly they were asking ah, who will go and cover up this church we are cover up this church and he just walked up to me and said can you go i said well if you send me i will go and jokingly they all laughed as a young boy my bishop just called me he said come neither i knelt down first of all the jacket i used in going for that was not my own because i was in the office not dressed to go for program so one of the pastors had to borrow me his jacket say put this jacket on top of what you're wearing so you will look like a human being <laughs> i was a disguised package and while i was there he was laughing joking that's why i tell you when you're following a man of god be careful of everything he says whether he's joking or not this is where we miss it we believe that when pastor wants to bless his face has to be serious but when pastor is smiling and laughing he was just joking there is no joke there is no joking with a man of god every word that comes out of his mouth has power and while i was there they were joking and laughing and he asked them to bring the little bowl of anointing oil they brought the little bowl and there was no oil inside it was just a scratch of oil he looked at it he said oh boy there is no oil to anoint you in this journey <laughs> you will go by yourself <laughs> i laughed i said you know he, you know what he did he wore me the bow as a cap on my head and they all laughed he said let the grace of this commission go with you that word was what was needed when i arrived that meeting they asked me where is the pastor that is supposed to come i say he's not coming say so who is going to preach i say you are seeing the person here they told me to sit i sat down now listen on my way going to that program the lord told me clearly i heard him like a man speaks to a man he said any honorarium they will give to you give it back to them i never had transport fare to get back to my location in my pocket yet god is telling me that as you get down to that place don't bother how you will get back home give the money somebody say obedience now i said amen because that's what we all do we always want to agree to it because we want the action so when the program started they gave me the mic as i handled the mic the power of god 
lighted that place like never before i've never seen everybody about 100 something persons everybody was on the floor including the instrumentalists i just only said let the grace of god fill up this place everybody everywhere me alone the men of god on on the stage all on the floor i went behind the pulpit just like this and i knelt down i said god i started speaking i said jehovah in the name of jesus father i truly don't know, does not know what is happening right now but help me and cover me you know why i never stood up to brag and say this is kevin i have arrived and why that was happening i was shouting lord take the glory lord take the glory lord take the glory if we want to see grace and power let's learn to give him back the glory and when that meeting was over that night the senior pastor had to cancel the next pastor that was supposed to come to the next day and told me you have to come back again and when it was time to go they brought a very attractive and tempting envelope when they shocked that envelope to me and i held it it was packed full i said thank you and the word of the lord came again remember what you were told immediately i called the woman of god i said take i can't receive this she said no that is yours i said no the lord has given me instruction not to take it that was it everybody folded their hand and they watched it you know what it means for a pastor to say no to his honorarium fat one for that matter i never knew that god had packaged something bigger and when i was set to leave i looked right and left there was no means to get back to my location 35 minutes drive I have no transport fare. I told myself, Kevin, you've trekked before. You have to work it out. And I decided to start working. One of the church members, a very rich guy, saw me. I said, Pastor, you don't have a vehicle? Do you? I said, yes. Oh, no, 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 come. I go drop you. As I entered the vehicle, he dropped me off. Here he is. He gave me a wider envelope. He just put his hand under his seat brought envelope and he said this is for you when i got born that was money seven times of what was given to me and when i took that money that money was heavy you know what i did with it i know you wonder you say ah but pastor god just actually blessed you the lord didn't tell me this one i decided to do it because that was my first ever fruit got it for i took that money went to my senior pastor and lay it on his foot as a seed my spoil what he sent me to from that day my heavens opened what do i mean when you don't practically acknowledge the grace over you when you don't practically acknowledge god in everything you do it may be a little business it may be one little thing you're doing nothing is small in the area of thanks the 
the matter may not look like it's favoring you give god thanks praise god are you there in the book of luke chapter 10 verse 21 jesus again said something luke 10 21 he said in that hour jesus rejoiced in spirit and said i thank thee O father lord of heaven and earth that thou hast did what hid these things from the wise so the scripture repeated itself again but the event the main major thing is that jesus lived a life of thanksgiving remember he is both man and god teaching us that you have to thank god even when it doesn't go your way how many of us are going to live a life of thanksgiving hallelujah before feeding the four thousand in matthew 15 36 matthew 15 36 jesus also gave thanks before feeding the four thousand matthew 15 36 and he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude you must learn to give god thanks enough of this you have food and you bounce on it without saying father i thank you for this meal enough of you getting up in the morning and boom you are running after another man's business that doesn't consign your lineage that if anything happened to you today they will substitute you immediately enough of you not being able to get down on your knees for five minutes and say father thank you that i could see a brand new day again enough of it we must find that points in time in our life when we wake up in the morning to give god thanks i appreciate him do you know that dancing in the church is a form of thanksgiving and yes some of us don't dance The book of Psalms says, let the people praise me. Let them praise me in the dance. And when you talk about praise, praise is a form of thanksgiving to God. You say, oh, pastor, I don't know the kind of dance I have to dance. Because the only dance I know how to dance is shake my waist. Shake the waist to God. Pastor, the only dance I know how to dance is break dance. Break it unto the Lord. It's a form of thanksgiving. Do you know what David was doing when he brought the ark? When he was bringing the ark down into, into, into the temple, praise God, into, into Jerusalem. The Bible says he was dancing to the extent that his wife despised him. So it wasn't, a, you know, an ordinary kind of dance. David gave God thanksgiving in large quantity and he gave God a good dance. 
today we have believers in church that when it is time to give God thanks in dancing they will stand like Kilimanjaro like they are police officers they will stand like what you are doing is amazing to them they've never seen it before they will stand like this let us worship God let us praise God If you know the benefit of giving God praise, you will seek opportunity day and night to thank Him, to praise Him. Some of us here will know definitely that we have no business being here today as in the land of the living. Even some of us watching right now, wherever you're watching from, you know. But the message of God saw you through. I told somebody, I say, you don't know, because it came to me, I say, oh, I don't know how to give God thanks. I say, you don't know? Say yes. I say, okay, you see that address there? Is a monk. Go there and tell them that you want to take a talk. Let them show you the whole dead people in that place. I say, if that is too much for you, then just, there is a cemetery. Go in there. You will see the dates and the age many you find your age mates there too i said this ones they are gone and their chapter is closed learn to give god thanks nothing nothing is worth your money job said have you commanded your money some of us don't know that every day when you wake up, what you speak over that day is what you see throughout. Have you commanded your money? Tell your money what you want it to bring forth the whole of the days for you. Is somebody hearing me? The same thing happened also, Jesus, before feeding the 5,000, in John chapter 6 verse 11 he also gave thanks to God hallelujah John 6 11 everybody want to go you see that are you aware that before he could say anything about the dead Lazarus, the Bible says he knelt down and said, Father, I thank you. Ah, if you want to hear God fight for you, don't arrogantly appear in his presence because that's what we do. We feel like we are all, God is our hitman. And when something is happening, you are calling him, hey, hitman, what's up? 
I need you to go take care of that. God is not your postman. He's not. You must learn to acknowledge him that he reigns supreme. Jesus, as man, gave thanks to God as God. Father, I thank you because I know you hear it me when I pray. That you find in John eleven forty one. He gave God thanks. John eleven forty one. He gave God thanks before he started addressing the spirit of death that was holding Lazarus down. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I thank thee that thou hast heard me. So even before Lazarus, he didn't wait until Lazarus was resurrected for him to start giving God thanks and say, oh, Father, I thank you that finally you helped me to raise Lazarus. No, in anticipation, he gave thanks. <laughs> in anticipation, he gave thanks. John the Baptist had a wrong attitude and it cost him his head. Are you aware? Sometimes the reason why we don't give God thanks is because of doubt. I've heard a believer say to me, I don't know if God actually hears prayers though. And doubt can cost you a lot. Unbelief can cost you a lot. John the Baptist, after baptizing Christ himself and after witnessing the heavens open and a voice spoke from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Yeah, yeah, he. After seeing all these mighty manifestations, the Bible said when John the Baptist was arrested and put in prison, the man almost confessed that he's no longer a believer. Legal persecution. And he, he called his disciples. He said, I remember him and Jesus, they are cousins, you know. He said, go and ask that guy I baptized. Even after preaching about him, that he is the one that they have been waiting for. The Messiah. Jesus knew that Lazarus has been arrested. Like that, that John the Baptist has been arrested, sorry. And John sent his messengers and said, go and ask him, is he the right one we are waiting for or we should hope that another Christ should come? What a doubt. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, go and tell him that the blind see, the lame walk, the dead, they receive their dead back to life. 
and jesus turned around and said blessed is he that is not offended in me and the next thing that happened was the head of lazarus removed served on a tree offense if you allow it could make you not to give god thanks the devil robs you of offense when you wake up in the morning your heart is filled with offense you can't give god thanks because you are angry that the the job you were supposed to get you are fasted for pastor told you to fast for seven days so those fasting now is a waste and you'll get angry with god god have mercy hallelujah before sharing wine at the passover jesus also in luke 22 verse 17 to 18 luke 22 17 to 18 he also took the cup and the bread and the bible says he gave thanks and he took the cup and gave thanks and said take this and divide it amongst yourselves go ahead verse 18 for i say unto you i will not drink of the fruit of the the vine until the kingdom of god shall come so the first thing he did was that he took it and he gave thanks to god some of you don't even know that when you receive your salary yes you're tight no problem but you see that salary tell god father thank you no you, you may not do it because you feel entitled it's my money is anybody dragging it with you <laughs> give god thanks because the moment you say father thank you for this immediately you have invoked divinity on that money that's why some of us our money is not working for us we are working we are complaining it is beyond tithing now it is in the level of you thanking god when you receive because when you tight and you make tight look like a religious service it will never have any impact over your life and your finances oh you know we are supposed to so that's why i am titan titan is a covenant between you personally and god it is it is beyond it is beyond you thinking or believing that oh because my church do it so i just do it then you don't have understanding of what we do what you do because when you don't have understanding of what you do you will not know how to claim the blessings behind that titan is beyond you just titan it's a covenant between you and god because in malachi 3 god said clearly he said do this he said prove me not your church prove me and see if i will not open the windows of heaven how do you prove god you prove god through acknowledging him you prove god by reporting him to remembrance say father i thank you because i know that this thing is settled even while the problem is facing you 
looking at you eyeball to eyeball. Somebody say, I hear you. Praise God. I want you to understand that we are at that level and that height as believers where whatever, whatever we want to see, every dimension, we have to enter in to his court with thanksgiving. When you step into the church, no matter what has happened to you in the whole of the days and the week, keep it out. Give your father thanks. Be bold and proud of your God. Give him thanks. When somebody says, ah, you're shining. Say, ah, man, I'm shining because God is good. When somebody say, oh, man, you, you are just succeeding anyhow. Wow, yes, I am. You know why? Because God is good. And they will ask you, no, but you are the one. To, because I had a colleague then somewhere, some, sometime in Montreal. You know, he's a, he's a white guy. Obviously, doesn't have understanding about God. So each time he tells me, oh, man, you really worked hard today. I said, I give God thanks. He'll say, no, you are the one that worked, not God. I said, mm -mm. it is God that gave me the strength to walk. He said, Kevin, I don't understand you. I said, yes, if you want to understand me, put your ears down. And I will make you understand that it takes God nothing to take the bread of life right now from you. Like, tell the fan that is giving you air to shift to this other side and you drop dead right now. I asked him, do you, do you, do you own the powers of your, of, of, of your life in your hands? He said, he said, well, that he just believed that there is a supreme being out there. I said, so that supreme being is who I am thinking. That is God. The same thing happened to the people in the Bible. Paul looked at them and they put up an inscription. He said, to an unknown God. And Paul said to them, that unknown God is who I have come to introduce to you. So you will come to know him one-on-one -on -one in a personal basis. It is sweet. To give God thanks. If you want to see miracle, learn to say thank you. If you want to see increase, learn to say thank you. Even you as a human being, when you give somebody something and they just walk away from you, will you be happy? Uh -huh. When you give, you are not giving because you want somebody to worship you, but at the same time, you watch the attitude of the people you give. If they are appreciating or not. Appreciation triggers more and more reoccurrence of blessings. I know of somebody that believes that they are entitled. People give them gifts. She believes that she's entitled. And I said to her, I said, listen, you are not entitled. You are not entitled. Oh, you know, 
I am this, I am that. I say you are not entitled. They are not, they are not under any obligation to give to you. One thing I know I, I have inculcated so much in my spirit. And I'm still asking that God gives give me more is the ability to say thank you. I can tell you thank you for one thing you do or you've done to me. I can tell you thank you every day. I see you, I say, oh, thank you. You will get tired of the thank you. Like I'll give you thank you, put it so much and pad you up with it, put it in your pocket, put it everywhere. So that when you perceive your shirt, thank you. When you scratch your head, thank you will be falling off. Because I will baptize you with the word, thank you. Don't just think that, oh, uh, I just say thank you. No, mean it. Mean it. Because when you were in that tight corner, you had no hope. Every human that comes to you, God sent them as an agent to you. God used them as an instrument to pick you in the place where you are. You gotta be appreciative. The reason why many of us keep depreciating, even when we shout hallelujah and call fire from heaven, the fire will come and even burn us, is because we don't appreciate. We'll continue this teaching next week Thursday is our month of thanksgiving put your hands together to the Lord hallelujah it's our month of thanksgiving you just gotta give thanks you know Canada celebrate thanksgiving but they don't have understanding what it means to them in North America here they believe that thanksgiving is a time when you have family come together and you do barbecue you cook and you enjoy you eat but that is not the meaning of the word thanksgiving I believe that the founding fathers, which the, 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 the tradition to do that didn't just start everywhere in the whole of North America. I believe it started from a group or a particular part of North America and every other part started picking it as a tradition. But the people that started it, I can tell you word for word that that thanksgiving was unto God. It wasn't all about bringing family together. It was unto God. So the first time I came into North America, when I had Thanksgiving, I thought, okay, fine. Okay, so people are going to be going to... In fact, people don't go to church in the day of Thanksgiving. That Sunday, they tell you, it's family time. We are having our Thanksgiving dinner food that you've been eating from january what's diff what's what's new about it the cake you've been eating what's new the sugar you've been licking what's new the same drink you've been drinking so that day what's new about it so you know we are having thanksgiving dinner that's why this christmas service is coming i've said it it's not your birthday come to church 
is Jesus' birthday. So Jesus celebrates his birthday in the church. Come, let's thank God for giving us his son. America is a great nation, no doubt. There was a time when America was so great because their eyes were focused on God. And I'm not talking about now that they are mechanizing things and suppressing anything around them. No, I'm talking about when they really indeed were focusing their eyes on God. Remember that America was a nation that fought civil war and they fought to break off the chains of the, of the British rule over them. They fought for their liberty too. But you see, America today has forgotten about God. But there are certain inscriptions that puts them in the place where God still has them in mind. Because they have that word in God we trust. everything they like let them put in their dollar you see that word in god we trust they have everything that they are doing they've taken away they've taken away prayers from the church from the schools taking away a whole lot but somehow somehow god still has an eye in america as I was growing up, I, I was growing up to hear about America as being the police of the world. Israel, they were so attacked and so suppressed. Do you know where the nation of Israel is? They are so small, but they have their enemies surround them round about. Yet all their enemies put together cannot medically, scientifically, military-wise, and every way around, they beat them even via technology. And you think that God, God is not real. Show me a nation that hold God strong. I'll show you a nation that yes they may fall but don't give up on them because they will rise again after the holocaust this little nation called israel because of persecution they rose they were scattered abroad persecuted left and right hitler said he is going to annihilate them every jew was going to die they sought them they killed them like they like you know like game like game sports shooting target sports shooting pa pa anywhere you see a jew you kill a jew you'll be celebrated but today today what is happening and when you see them they stand their grounds in god they believe god They, they are they are exceptional they are covenant children of god you don't joke with them 
they have their own dealings with god god and them has their part they will deal with it when the time comes but we are gentiles am i communicating people that when the israelites rejected christ rejected the gospel now the gospel was now sent to us and we that never knew him before he called us family you were you and i were we were where we were our ancestors were there living our lives the way we want to live it and also 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 serving idols there is no if you are not an israelite you your ancestors they served idols so everybody came from one idol worshiping or the other family but when the gospel of christ came we embraced it and today those that are not his has become his and we had we we don't we didn't even have to pay anything we didn't have to give anything we didn't have to sacrifice any of our children to be in that covenant he picked you and i why can't we say thank you to him learn to give god thanks and watch how your life will increase bow your heads